Welcome, everyone, to the Game Vault Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Schuster, and joining me tonight are Jenny Aquino and Mark Myers. Tonight, we'll be discussing games that calm our minds and review our retro roulette game, Cats of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse for the Sega Genesis. But before we get to that, what have you guys been playing? Uh, so I'll go first, I guess. Um, for me, it's two of the usuals, so Dead by Daylight and Stardew Valley. However, I did make a special announcement or a breaking news announcement on one of our uh, past streams that I finally caved after a month and bought Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> it was only yes. a matter of time. It really was, yeah. Um, so I've been playing a ton of Animal Crossing. I think I'm on my fourth full day in the game. Um, it's really cute. I like it a lot. It's definitely addicting. Uh, it's I only went to one person's island that Dan is actually friends with. It's an old work colleague of his. Mm-hmm. And it definitely is more fun and easier to know people that have the game because you can visit their island and trade and get things that maybe aren't available on your own island. So, yeah. so, um, so the we'll go into question, it a bit more. The, the important question to start off with, Jen. Yeah. What fruit is on your island? <laughs> oranges. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping for peaches, but I got oranges. It's okay. <laughs> yep. So I know nothing really about the rarity of fruit in the game yet, but I don't know. So yeah, I've been playing Animal Crossing. We'll talk a little bit more about that maybe later. Um, yep. And then aside from those three... I actually just finished playing Castle of Illusion, so we'll talk about that more as well. Awesome. Yeah, I'll go last because I'll do my mini review of okay. the game I finished. Of the game you finished, which I'm going to start with. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So if if you were living under a rock, you wouldn't have known that Final Fantasy VII Remake came out. Uh, and due to a delayed ship shipment, I didn't get to start playing it until uh, last week. So I've been playing it pretty much nonstop, although I still am only about halfway through the game. Um, I'm really enjoying it so far. I didn't think I would enjoy it quite as much as I am, just because (laughs) you did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just because of the um, I didn't think I would like that combat, but I've I've really enjoyed the combat so far. I um, it's. At the point I am right now, it's it's getting more challenging, which is nice. So I have to like actually concentrate on what I'm doing. It's yep. not one of those things where you can just hit hit square a hundred times and it's, have it yeah. have it's it. It's not kill thirteen. Anything. No, it's not thirteen. It's <laughs> a mixture of thirteen and fifteen for sure. Um, with with seven elements added in, which I love. Um, the music so far, wow! I can't say enough about the music. Um, it's it's just so good. It's I I don't want to just gush over this game. We get we're gonna just a heads up. We're gonna do a spoiler cast for this as soon as I beat it. Um, myself and Mark and our friend Jonathan, who does Stranger Damies with us, are going to do a all in depth, all spoiler uh, podcast ep- special episode of the Game Vault once once I finish it because they both finished it. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I. I bought the vinyl uh, soundtrack. I've been listening to that, too, just because I can't get enough of the music. Yeah. I was really hoping they didn't screw it up, because the music was part of the reason I loved the original game. And it just, they they took it, and they, they I don't know, I just, they modernized it so well. And they also did certain things with um, 
like there's jukeboxes in the game where you can buy songs in the game like with your in-game currency and it's it's actually something you you search for it's a collectible yeah and they they're like remixes of old songs from the first game that you you're probably either not used to hearing it because they redid it completely or or um a song you wouldn't have heard in the first part of this game anyway uh but it's it, it's definitely adding a lot to the game the music i use it like yeah. lately when i game I, I have something else going a podcast or a youtube video but this game i've got nothing this is me and the screen uh making sure i'm paying full attention but uh enough gloating about that when i've had downtime i've actually gone back and loaded up um fight night round three i think i mentioned it on the last podcast but for whatever reason that game it's just really fun to pick up and play i it's been probably three four years since or even longer than that since i played it last but uh it's really easy to come back to and play it's 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 uh a fun game when you want to get some aggression out on <laughs> on some on something that's fun yeah the uh did you start from the beginning or did you pick up an old save i i did both so okay. i i picked up an old save and then i started a, a new one and it's like night and day from how good your fighter is when you're like 40 and 0 and when you're just starting the the fighting mechanics ramp up really high from the beginning yeah 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 the uh yeah, I remember that game, just getting really into it. And, um, you know, it was, it, was, it was a game I stuck with for a long time. Um, got up to, like, the final fight in it and just lost it and then couldn't get that fight back again. So. Yeah, I mean, the the good thing is, like, well, the good thing is you can start over rather rather quickly. Yeah. Um, But the, it's almost, if you start losing too much, you almost have to retire your fighter. Yeah, because he they you just can't get fights anymore after you lose so much. Yeah, you you don't make the money. Yep, you become a bum. But yeah. uh, it's uh it it's definitely a lot of fun. I recommend picking it up. It's probably like three dollars. Yeah, if, I, if you, yeah. If you're looking online somewhere, so um enjoy it. Pick it up and enjoy it I, for a three sixty or PS three. I think it might be on EA Access on Xbox. I'm not sure. I think it might be too old for that. Yeah, I'll double check. I know Fight Night Champion is. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's that's a way different game than Round Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I guess I guess doing the work they couldn't have done the work to back combat it, but. Yeah, I think just because of the music, they didn't do it. I know that's a big issue with the licensing and all that crap. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, uh, it's been Final Fantasy VII, Fight Night, or nothing. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Um, I had a very busy week um, in the first week between our podcasts because I basically got Final Fantasy X, I'm sorry, seven, Jesus, uh, oh. on, on the 10th. Um, that's why I had 10 in my head. Um, it was down in my door when we got done report, recording the last podcast. Um, so I started it the next morning and basically played it every day <laughs> for an entire week. Um, ended up about 40 to 45 hours, roughly. Um, to finish it, and that was me searching everything and trying to do everything you can do in the first playthrough, which is uh, one thing that you know, Tom, it is meant to be played twice. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if you don't have some trophies and things like that, don't worry about it. Um, that's why some people recommend playing it on easy um, on the first playthrough if you just want to see the story. Um, there, Everything I looked up about it, there's really no reason to play it on normal. 
because you get the hard mode after beating it. Um, so you might as well play it easy, get through the story, and then go back for the challenge later. Uh, but I beat it on normal, so I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like a little challenge. I, I don't want it to be super easy. Well, um, the the only thing is, is that the um, like attacking them is the same. It's you take less damage, so you die less essentially. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I know. But I, you know, I like a little a little uh, challenge when I'm doing it. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So so my mini review here. Um, I'm probably going to write a review that may go up Monday. I'm not sure. Thinking about it um, to coincide with the podcast. Um, but essentially, um, the music is fantastic. Um, I I got all 31 songs you can collect on there. Um, and uh, yeah, it, the remixes to it are great. Um, my question to you, Tom, is how many times when you walked by a jukebox did you make it play Hip Hop the Chocobo? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's usually the the song I have on the most. Yeah, it's uh, just it's by far the best one. So it's 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 insanely dumb. Um, the fact that they sampled the Chocobo uh, scream chirp. I don't know what you would call it. Um, <laughs> uh, in that Work. song is great. The the my favorite part of that just I'm gonna we'll dive deeper into the spoiler cast. But the uh, with the music, there's a cut scene and I think chapter three when you're in seventh heaven and you can put the music on the the, uh the jukebox well i had put hip-hop the chocobo on while i was playing darts um and so when the cut scene played out we were having this really emotional scene with tifa and you know and all them i was playing in the background is hip-hop the chocobo i have to look up this song because it sounds amazing oh it is ridiculous and it was it's i love square for allowing the music to carry over um and not just force it there's only a couple times where they force um your non-choices um you know like every cutscene, you mainly have your weapon that you have equipped um you know on all characters so whatever gun barrett has whatever sword cloud has whatever gloves tifa has whatever rod Aerith has um they're in the cutscenes. i think there's like one or two where cloud has the buster sword yeah um later in the game um but I think it's just because it doesn't make sense if it's the other swords. Um, and then the, um, uh, what's it called? That's why they let you keep the swords, I guess. So you could switch it around. And if you want the buster sword all the time, you can have the buster sword all the time. Yeah, um, I actually I actually went back to the buster sword because it's a better, right now it's a stronger sword. Because once you, you can upgrade all of your weapons. And right now for me, the buster sword's stronger. So yeah, that's I what I've give, been using. I will give you one hint. Um you probably already do this, but absolutely make sure you get triple slash as one oh, of the yeah. abilities. Oh, see, I'm one of those people who, like, I'll grind the ability until I have all of them. Yeah, absolutely uh, make that's, sure you get triple slash. Yeah, that's that's kind of a Legend of Dragoon thing. Yeah. Because they it, have... It's, it's actually, they, you don't have much experience with it, but it is actually from Final Fantasy IX. Um, they have the SP system and, you know getting equipment and then keeping the the skill once you level it up well uh, if we really want to be technical it's a final fantasy three thing yeah with like the uh the espers yeah yeah but essentially what it's taking that system for abilities um yeah. you know the i think the three system in this is is how the material works in a sense that um you know they they do it a little bit differently than the seven system 
um, in that the uh, you know you level things up and they they stay the same across um, you know everyone and you can you can even sell the materia and level up the other ones if you want. Yeah. Um, uh, because I don't I don't is it you would know better than me in the original Tom. Yeah. Um, the higher the materia does it sell for more? Yes. Like okay. Uh, a lot of people. Jen, I'm going to have you do this at some point. Mm-hmm. When you master an all materia, you can sell it for an insane amount of money. And nice. you like never, you never need money for the rest of the game once you do that. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And can you get another all materia or? Well, once you master it, it creates another one. Okay. I, I don't think I ever mastered it. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So that system's great. The battle system is probably the best battle system I've seen in um, a Final Fantasy game. I'm not as married to the, um, you know, the, the menu-driven one, um, uh, you know, the active time battle and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm never married to that as much as I love 6 um, and, and 10's way of using the turn base. Um, but this, this keeps you active. Um, it forces you to switch party members. Um, you have to think ahead, um, especially with a couple boss fights you have coming up. Um, that and one you already had with with you know in the second bombing run um but you know you sort of it teaches you every boss fight sort of reminds you hey remember this function is in the game um so you know that's really good about that um and then once you get in the rhythm the combat flows and is great camera's a little shitty but when you're having all that action flow around it kind of gets rough um and I think the story is interesting. Um, we'll discuss it on our spoiler cast. <laughs> um, but I think it, it, it's, it's good. You'll, you'll look forward to it. It's not, it's not a negative, what I'm saying. But um, it's worth discussing what, what they do, um, you know, because they have to cut this off. So you, you, you don't want to run into what they call the Halo 2 um, you know, oh, you situation. You mean where they stop it with no conclusion at all? Yeah, yeah. You you can't do that in this game, especially being Square. So you know they have to end this game, and the way they decide to do that, you know, is, is a great discussion piece, which would probably be a good chunk of our spoiler cast. Um, but yeah, it's it's fantastic. There's so many, oh, there's so many Easter eggs coming up that I'm so excited for you to to see, um, and little ones that only someone that has played seven would get the original um and uh yeah yeah the the voice acting is is some better than others um i really like Aerith. tifa grows on you um in terms of her voice actress um mm-hmm. barrett uh you know yeah i could take or leave barrett's voice actor and and cloud has moments and i don't know why they didn't go with the voice acting in the good moments you know, there's some really bad voice acting from Cloud's voice actor, um, but you know, uh, I think I think all the all the kids are, you know, Marlene and that other little girl Betty or whatever her name is, um, mm. and then the ones where you're at in um, Sector Five um, are all well done. And it's really hard to do kids. Um, I think um, the two, well, one new character to introduce in Roach. Um, will probably be another discussion on our spoiler cast. Um, and then the expansion of another one from uh, FF7, who you uh, run into in Chapter 3, um, uh, is probably a little more polarizing. 
but mm-hmm. uh, we'll discuss that. I want you to get through that chapter um, or through his storyline uh, before that. But um, I think the visuals are great. There's only one really terrible moment, and it's not a spoiler, um, but um, you've already done it, so I'm not spoiling you. Um, <laughs> when you're when you're under the plate before the second bombing run, yeah, and you look down, um, it looks like they just pasted a JPEG. For sector yeah, four. Yeah, it doesn't look great. Yeah. It does not look great. That's terrible. And I'm on a regular PS4, so I had some textures that wouldn't pop, and it looked like an N64 game. Um, but yeah, it's just this game's gonna look insane if it goes to PC. Oh, it will. It just yeah. is gonna take a while. Yeah, this it's gonna look insane on PC. Um, but I think it's 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 exactly what you want in a remake. And we'll get to um, why that'll sound different once you finish the game, what I said. <laughs> okay. Um, because, you know, in the sense that they seem to understand what made the original game great. Um, and they seem to understand the little moments that everybody would remember from the original game. Uh, they changed some things up. Um, you know, the wedge stuff. Um, you know, they still had a moment with him, but it wasn't the same thing that happens to him in, in the original game. Um, you know, um, what else? I'm trying to think of things that you've seen. Um, just the the designs of the Turks. You yeah, know? the Turks are definitely look different. They look way more um, Japanese, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they they do a good job with that. Um, I like I like the subtle things where they could have been very Japanese about it and didn't do it. Um, I'm talking about the very perverted and sick stuff with uh, <laughs> having one girl with a short skirt. Um, yeah, I, I I don't I, know if you noticed, but like in the chapter five when you're going past the fan, yeah, they specifically make Cloud block a lot of the screen. So yeah. even if Tifa's in front of you, you never actually see yeah. behind her. And and I think um from the uh quick glimpses, you know, when she's attacking and stuff like that, I think they actually had her in bicycle shorts. Oh, do they? Yeah. Um, Because, or it's just just black texture, you know, just nothing. But they kind of look like bicycles. They already did the sports bra thing. I would imagine they would do the same thing there. But they have a moment, if I don't know if you noticed, in the bombing run where he picks up Tifa and throws him on his shoulder, Barrett. As he throws her on the shoulder, he puts the gun hand over over the skirt part. And I'm like, that's actually really good. That's 2020, you know, (laughs) way to do this. You know, 1997 square... Would have been an upskirt shot right there. Yep. Yep. And but yeah, I'm I'm really happy. Um, they do it. They do a lot of things much better. You know what I'm talking about, and you're getting there. Um, so uh, it's essentially it's such a great game. I can't wait to spend upwards of two two and a half hours discussing it with you and John. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's ass. gonna be a long podcast. Just so, a heads up, folks. So besides that. Um, during the time after that, um, I picked up the original for Switch, um, just because I wanted to speed run with the God mode and three times mode and see how far I could get. And in a matter of a day and a half, I got to Fort Condor with everybody with their second limit breaks and Cloud with his third. Um, essentially playing on God mode, I don't need healing items. Um, I just need Phoenix Downs, just in case if someone gets one shot at, it doesn't because it refills your health. Yeah. You know, you always have full health, full magic. Um, so 
you know, you just got to make sure you have a phoenix down, which I found out um, when I fought the snake, you know, that we made Jenna void. Uh, why did you go back and oh when you're in god mode i guess it doesn't matter right yeah i, I didn't go to the chocobo farm <laughs> how could you skip that <laughs> because I, could, I i fought two snakes and then beat them yeah but yeah. you missed the you missed the a um what's it called you missed the summon i could go back <laughs> you could always go back yeah that's the beauty of these games you can always go back that's something I, i've actually been struggling with in this game is not knowing if you can go back or not Okay, so how mad are you right now that you can't get back to the church? I, I was upset until I I broke down and looked at something to make sure that I could go back to the church. Because <laughs> literally in a cutscene, they're like, here's a thing you want that you can't have. Like, you, there was no way to get to it. And I that was is, really that upset about it. That is the ultimate. It. There's two moments in the game. There's that moment. You have one coming up where um, the same thing happens and the same, you know, same thing going forward. You can... You know, it's it's always backtracking. Like they tell you when it's you can't return. Yeah. You know, when when you get to the point of no return, they let you know. Yeah, you know? that's it's good. I like when games do that. Yeah. Just just so you're prepared. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Such a right. great game. I'm gonna write a short little review on it. Um, I'm not good at writing uh game reviews. I never really wrote one. I more wrote movie reviews, but um. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm going to try and do it over the weekend. But yeah, Tom, I'm so excited. When you get to uh, Chapter 9, mm-hmm. um, if it's during a time when it would be easy to just share your screen with me, <laughs> if possible, um, right. or just get on Skype, I want to make sure you don't miss something. Okay. Chapter because nine, I, I missed it. I missed it and beat the game still without having it. But. Okay. I want to make sure you don't miss it because I'm an idiot. You won't. You probably wouldn't miss it, but <laughs> yeah. but I just want to make sure because it's a dumb thing I didn't do. Um, and it's like, oh, of course, I should have just went and did that. Um, and I only found out from looking at the trophy list. Um, but yeah, yeah. So so I'm I'm excited for you. Um, and there's one. What's the other game I've been playing? Well, I played Yakuza on the test stream today, so that happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that might be it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I've really played. I play my sports games. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's mainly just been Final Fantasy. Nice. All right. Well, obviously it's been a, it's it's still slow around these parts, but Jen managed to dig up some stories for us. So uh, yep. what do you got? Yeah, so again, I'm going to go with uh, what Mark said. If Or maybe it was you, Tom. If you've been living under a rock, maybe there you wouldn't you know this, but <laughs> <laughs> March was an absolutely amazing month for this month for month for the Switch and for Animal Crossing. Um, so Animal Crossing has officially achieved the third highest launch month for both uh, retail sales and unit sales of any Nintendo published game, um, and that puts it ahead of Call of Duty Modern Warfare as the best-selling game of the month. Um, it also exceeded the sales of all other a- Animal Crossing titles. Um, so as of now, it's only being outranked by Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and Super Smash Brothers Brawl, which is pretty impressive. Um, and then the Switch, thanks to Animal Crossing, has also set a new record for hardware, hardware sales in a March month. So they beat the previous high month, which was in March of 2017. Um, and they've also seen the highest Q1 sales of any hardware platform since the, um, DS, I believe, in Q1 of 2010. So both are having a really great month. Yeah. 
Um, now, obviously, a lot of the game's popularity um, and consoles' popula- popularity are due to the quarantine as well. Um, and unfortunately, there is currently a widespread shortage of Switch consoles right now. Um, people are very frustrated because resellers are buying up all of the stock and selling them at exorbitant prices, like ridiculous prices. Today, I saw one for $800. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even looking. It was just an ad that popped up on Amazon. I was so angry. I'm like, this is exactly what I'm going to talk about later. Um, not surprising, obviously, but... Be just thankful that you wild. that we made you get one. I know. <laughs> Very thankful that I have one right now. <laughs> um, so apparently Nintendo has promised that they're going to provide um, additional production for the April through June quarter to help make up for the shortage. But they did also say that they can't really guarantee how many they're actually going to be able to make because a lot of this is coming from production I- issues stemming from the virus. So... They're kind of making slightly empty promises right now. And hopefully, you know, they're going to crack down on these resellers because they're wild. They're going crazy right now. It's the same thing as like when the nobody could get an NES classic. It's like the same thing is happening, Mm -hmm. which is ridiculous. Um, I even saw someone online go as far as to buy all of the replacement parts for a switch and built his own. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> or cheaper than some of these people were uh, scalping them for. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that is really cool. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I I have personal bad history with resellers from working in retail, um, working for a company that was extremely strict against resellers, and this story just hits home for me. It's just it's it's messed up. Um, so moving on, still related to Nintendo. Unfortunately, Nintendo has recently mm-hmm. confirmed um, a wave of account hacks. So the company basically said that a group of hackers had accessed people's Nintendo accounts. So for all of you listening, if your current network login info is the same as what you had for the 3DS or the Wii U, you may want to check your account because the NNIDs, which are the older form of login for Nintendo, they have been obtained by these hackers who then are you know, breaking in, they're getting your personal information and they're making purchases. So Nintendo is claiming that around 160,000 um, NIDs have been affected so far. Um, they are claiming that they cannot access credit card numbers, but they do have your name, your date of birth, your country, your gender, and your email address, and any other linked accounts that you have, they also have access to. So not to scare everybody, but just if you haven't checked your account in a while, just peek in, take a look, make sure everything is okay. Um, because apparently people have nothing better to do during the quarantine than hack into Nintendo. Yep. Yep. It sounds about right. It sounds about right. Exactly. Um, it's kind of scary to me because I've had the same Nintendo ID for since, since it was a thing, but luckily I never, I never like attached a permanent, um, like way to buy things. So luckily I don't have to deal with that. I am pretty sure it'll be all right. Good. Yeah, I mean, if you guys even log into your Switch, I noticed it today. Um, they have a little advertisement on the homepage when you first turn on your Switch, and it says two-step authentication. So that's one of the steps they're taking to make people feel more secure. Yeah, two-step is necessary, I think, at yeah. this point for most oh, for things. For sure, yeah. I mean, even on Twitch, I've had my account hacked before we ever started streaming and before I did anything with it. I had my account hacked so many times by... 
some random person in Russia who all they did luckily was follow their stream. And I'm like, really? (laughs) (laughs) It's really pathetic. It's so weird. Like I told you guys like my Uber, like I went to make an Uber account. I was like, I already have an Uber account. And someone signed up for an Uber account with my email address. And it was, it was all in Russian. (laughs) My, My rockstar account got hacked by some Russian dude too. And I set up two, um, two-step verification and that never happened again luckily good yeah, yeah. two-step is definitely <laughs> it the way to go. seems like it's the only thing to be working right now these hackers are they're so bored they're so bored um so my last bit of news is fitting with the wild and wacky theme that sometimes i try to hit and i'm dedicating this news article to our number one fan anthony because this is something that he loves that he holds near and dear to his heart um so apparently, German brand acronym has launched a Death Stranding jacket, nice. um, and <laughs> it is a game replica jacket for the most part. It costs two thousand dollars, and it sold out almost immediately. <laughs> two thousand dollars? Yeah. Oh um, God. <laughs> it's crazy. So this was a collab between Kojima himself and Acronym's co-founder uh, Errolson Hugh, who was the weather station occupant that gives delivery assignments in Death Stranding. The only person that would know that is Mark, so maybe you could confirm. (laughs) Um, So they have a little bit of a relationship there. Um, So there were 54 different pictures of this jacket that I went through. And it was just, even that in itself wasn't really surprising. But so the jacket is, um, it's actually kind of nice. It references a lot of... um, like in-game sayings and logos. Um, it has okay. the bridges, the bridges logo, pretty much all over it. Um, and there's a lot of pockets and zippers, and it looks very tech. Um, yes, they also have a yellow pouch pocket right in the front, like this big thing where the baby canister, or whatever they're called, would be. Okay. Um, For the BB, got it. The BB, yeah. There you go. Um, and then there's just all over the jacket. Like I told you, there's 54 pictures, so like you see the shoulder then you see the other shoulder then you see like the little sleeve zipper and then you see this and there's all these little sayings all over it so there is an inscription somewhere on this jacket that says my body may be present but my soul is on the beach i'm already dead (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah oh my gosh so if anyone wants to see the jacket you just google death stranding jacket i'm sure and it'll pop up and you could even see kojima modeling it for you if you need any more of a reason to buy it that's what we Um, all need is kojima uh modeling it for you modeling his own two thousand dollar jacket yeah yeah so futurama dot gif (laughs) um so anthony if you're so sad that this jacket is no longer available you are in luck because Kojima Productions is going to start taking reservations for another shipment soon. So hang in there. And that's yep. it. That's all the news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If that doesn't calm me down, I don't know what to. <laughs> um, and speaking of which, um, this week we're, we're talking about games that calm your mind. Something that that will either allow you to, to get into a restful state or like something you play right before you get into bed or... You know, things are crazy right now, so everybody kind of needs something to let let them chill, let them relax. Um, and I thought now would be a good time to talk about. It. I mean, we talked about what you what you should play if you're you know amped up and ready to 
play something forever for this this lockdown but these are things that just calm your mind and uh i thought i thought it'd be good to share our opinions with you guys just to you know if you're if you need to just chill out for a little while a couple an hour or two before bed i think that we uh can come up with some games for that yes um i i think you guys should start off since you just started playing stardew every sunday I feel like this is a perfect opportunity for you guys to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, I don't. It's more. It's more of a recent thing for Jen, but I can uh, say for me when I played it, it um, it's one of those games where it was wasn't so much a you know relaxing way for me to wind down. Not I didn't know how to play the game. Um, you know, it's <laughs> it's a lot more relaxing. But first learning the game, you know, it, it was kind of tough. Um, but essentially, what it is, it just hours just waste away. Mm-hmm. Um, with it, it's just because you have to finish the day once you start it. Right. So, you know, as you notice with some of our streams, we run a little long sometimes because, we, oh, we got to finish this day. Yeah. Uh, and things take take longer than you think. Uh, but, yeah, for me, it's just, you know, I have a couple other games that are way more higher on this list um, <laughs> that I will talk about. And you, everybody already knows about them. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, Stardew... Yeah, now that I'm good at it and I'm in year three and I have a shit ton of money and can basically just go, oh, yeah, I'll upgrade my house um, without even thinking about it. It's become more relaxing and I'm just sort of kind of trying to finish uh, the uh, the community center at this point. Nice. Yeah, for me, I always I know I've said this in the past. I've always been a big um, Harvest Moon fan. So when I found stardew which was super recently because i I must have been living under a rock um (laughs) i was really excited to play it and i kind of had the idea from um from the other game from harvest moon of what i probably would be dealing with because they are very similar for the most part for me you guys also all know i'm a psycho when it comes to dead by daylight and i play it for hours and hours and hours (laughs) and i get so (laughs) frustrated with it sometimes where stardew has become my my like wind down game um, where I have to switch, either I stop playing everything completely or I switch to Stardew and it just brings me down. <laughs> um, but not in a bad way, obviously. It's the music is super calming. Um, most of the characters are really sweet. Some of them are rude, but I'm on a mission to be friends with them. Um, I just got married in my personal game, by the way. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I married Penny. Nice. Yeah. Got her away from that abusive relationship. I did. I got her away from her drunk mother. Um, (laughs) And she seems happy so far. So I'm in year two of the summer. Um, So it's going well. I'm working on the community center. There's just all these little tasks, which I love. So question. Mm -hmm. Did you have to look up how to get married? (laughs) So I know you got the letter. Um, so the game drops hints for you. So yeah. when it's when you build up your hearts with the person that you're getting close with, the game will send you a letter from the guy that owns the um like the general store. And it'll say, Hey, just so you know, if you wanna get romantic with anybody, come buy this bouquet. So I go and I do that. Then the game does it again once you ask this person out, um, and you fill up the rest of the hearts. And it's like, Hey, if you're ready to tie the knot sort of thing, get a oh, it was like a mermaid token or something yep. like that. So I was like, what in the hell? So I go to the gross to the general store. I keep calling it a grocery store. I go to the general store and it's not there. So I'm like, oh, I guess I have to actually find it. Um, I had a feeling it had something to do with the beach just because of the name. Um, but I couldn't figure it out. So I did wind up looking it up. 
Um, and it, it, it's like you have to, it's at a certain, like before a certain time and while it's raining you, and yeah, in a certain part raining. where you had, yeah. And you had to like expand to this part of the beach already, which I did luckily. Yeah. Um, so they do make it very hard for you to find it on your own. Um, but I found it by cheating, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, I, I've done that for that. Game, yeah. But. Yeah. So. I was just wondering if you had better reading comprehension than I did and figured it out. <laughs> On your own. Did they did they put any other hints in the game about where it was or or no? If you if you talk to the guy you buy it from when mm-hmm. it's when you can't buy it from him, he says something like, "Oh, you're not ready for what I have" or something like that. Oh. Um. Gotcha. So yeah. I don't think I'd ever talked to him before that. Yeah, it would have cause... to be crazy people like me and Tom and <laughs> RPGs that just talk to everybody that would have probably found that. Yeah. <laughs> I um. I try to talk to some people, but I think now that I have the farm and that Penny is helping out with watering sometimes, I'm a little bit less pressed to get through some of the some of the things I have to do before the day's over. Like I used to go crazy trying to give her gifts and like talk to her every day because I was trying to level up her hearts. So now that I don't have to do that as much, I could spend more time talking to people. But yeah, yeah there's so many people to talk to and like relationships to build. I've also been working on Emily, who is Mark's wife <laughs> in oh, every game of Stardew that he plays. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like my best friend right now. Um, Amelia is also my other best friend. I don't know. I'm just being a weirdo. And like, like I oh, said, this you, is the game get, that I play. You, you get achievements in there for how many friends you get to five and ten hearts. So oh, cool. Just okay. keep doing it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like I said before, this is the game that I sometimes mindlessly play just to wind down help myself fall asleep i think you can get divorced i i read that you could but that just is really i I think if you um try to um court too many people Mm -hmm. you can get divorced (laughs) from what i've heard yeah um but that's i just it's so interesting to me that you can there's so much going on in that game yeah like you think it's just this little farming simulator but there's so much more you have to do Absolutely. On first glance, you would have no idea how in-depth the game can be. And that's why I think I like it so much, too. Just There's, like, infinite reasons why I like it, but those are my main ones. And, yeah, like like uh, Mark already mentioned, if anyone listening is interested, Mark and I do, when I have internet and no issues, uh, stream Stardew Sundays. So we play Stardew Valley every Sunday, and we just kind of hang out and chat a little bit and play play our co-op farm which is are we in the summer yet or the fall i don't even remember uh we got we did okay yeah Yeah. so we're we're making some money moves so just letting you know it's a good time (laughs) (laughs) yes what what's yours tom before we you know Uh, so back around mine are weird um well one you would imagine uh, just playing like a like an rpg or like a turn-based style rpg Obviously, Final Fantasy VII is the one I usually go to because it's the one I know the best, and um, it's not too difficult to play, just pick up and play because I've played it so many times. Generally, uh, an RPG like that, or if I pick up um, like one of the original Pokemon games, just because yeah. it's familiar and I know how the, I know how it works, and I can go back to it and and play it, and it's not luck based. I know. You know, I know what beats what. It's rock, paper, scissors, essentially. But um, it's just common to play a game that you're nostalgic for. 
and um, the fact that it's not super hot, uh, fast-paced and um, stressful at the same time really helps me calm down when I've had you know a stressful day or a long day. Mm-hmm. And my other one, which is the weird one, is uh, the fourth the Forza Horizon games because you can spend hours just doing stuff in those games and not actually race anything. <laughs> Um, there's so many side, it's, it's basically an RPG racing game. So there's so many like side things you can do. Um, and the, there's day night cycles, um, and collectibles and, uh, the, the weather changes and the newest game, Forza Horizon 4, it actually changes seasons. So it gives you, it it breaks up the monotony of the game and allows you to experience all this stuff while you're playing. And you don't actually have to, you know, be, you don't have to get all stressed out race during a race. You can just, you know, pick your fastest car and just drive around the island and you can break Legos apart because that's the newest <laughs> expansion is the Lego one. So you can drive in a Lego car if you wanted to and just have fun with that. And speaking of which, the last thing I, I, I wanted to talk about were the Lego games. Um, they're not difficult games. They're built for children usually, but... There's usually a lot of adult humor in in those games because they're usually adult franchises that they're built off of. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one I played was Lego City Undercover, which is basically like GTA with Lego, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Again, another game you can just drive around and do whatever you want and do side missions and not have to worry about the story. Um, and the other, like the the Lego Movie game, like there's a million of them. I recommend them wholeheartedly if you're just looking for something to goof around with um, before you before you uh, you know go to bed or if you just want to calm down for a little while. I definitely uh, think you should pick up a Lego game. Yeah, yeah. Which which one do you recommend? Uh, if I had to pick one, probably Lego Star Wars because there's a million characters that you can play mm-hmm. and it goes through all all of the games at this point. So. I'd probably say Lego Star Wars. Yeah, so um, uh, I'm, I'm going to say a surprise pick. I hope you guys are sitting down. <laughs> um, my relaxed thing is playing uh, one of the two truck simulator games. <laughs> I know, surprise, shock. Shock. Uh, shock. Uh, <laughs> they are the quintessential just, like, mind-numbing. Like, just here's the job. Don't crash the truck. Make sure you sleep when you have to. Get, get like... That's all it is. There's a whole nother layer of running room trucking company, which I haven't gotten to. Um, I bought my own truck, so I am making deliveries now that I get most of the money for. Um, but yeah, the the great thing about that game is that um, I'm really excited for, um, with American Truck Simulator, as they keep adding states, um, what it'll look like. I doubt they'll ever get to the East Coast, because that it took them this long to get to Utah. And I think Colorado is the next most east, um, unless if New Mexico is still more east. I'd have to look at a map. Um, but, yeah, they did the southwest first, and now they're filling in sort of the Rockies um, with Idaho and Colorado. But, yeah, it, it'll be interesting when it starts getting near highways that we know. You could drive to Vegas. We were all, we were all out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about how they deal with, um, you know, New York and Jersey and um, all those crazy traffic roads. Um, but Euro Truck's fun because 
I don't know what that place is supposed to look like. I've never been to most of those countries. Um, so, so how is it for you? Do they set? Is your truck you drive on the, ro- the other side of the road? Uh, that's not in as many countries as you think. Uh, well, I imagine it's basically just England, yeah. right? For the yeah. most part. Yeah. So, so the weird part about that is that if you're doing a delivery from you know mainland Europe to England, sometimes they'll give you you know a um, a driver's wheel on the left side. Mm-hmm. You know how we all drive. Um, so when you're in England, your passenger side is in the, you know, is along the median. Right. You know, not not your driver's side. Um, so that's a little weird when that happens. Yeah, the, um, only, the only reason I ask is because most of the Forza Horizon games are based in, one's in England and one's in Australia. So you got to get used to driving on the other side of the road. Mm-hmm. And I it's like if it's been a while and I come back to it, I constantly am just running into cars all the time. Yeah, yeah. It helps when the wheels on the other side, it, you, your brain can kind of process it more. Um, but yeah, uh, American trucks more fun just because you know uh, I put the real life gas stations thing on, you know the updated graphics so that they when you pass by, you know restaurants, you get what the restaurant's supposed to be and not what they're you know enough to not get sued. Um, <laughs> The thing is, they've only missed a couple. I've seen a subway and an in and out that wasn't changed. Um, yeah. That were very obvious what they were. Um, but, yeah, yeah. It, the truck simulator games, and even I just gravitate to the truck simulators. I've heard the, you know, the train simulator games the same way for people to like trains. Oh, um, yeah. 100%. And, and there's farm simulator as well. And they're all basically the same. Not made by the same company, I don't think. I haven't researched that. I should have looked that up before podcast. Um <laughs> But, you know, it's all in the same realm, where if you really like that activity, it's like the farming simulator is like Stardew on crack, essentially, in that (laughs) you have to use the right farming vehicle, make sure that you have the right seeds, and they have to be planted in the right, like, you have to till the land, you know, Mm. all that stuff. You have to roll up to make hay, you know, for your animals, you know, and it's like, it's actual farming work, you know, it's not like, hey, just dig a hole with a hoe and throw seeds in it, um, you know, <laughs> to farming. And yeah. then you have to go buy your own tractors and, you know, yeah, all that stuff. Um, and it's just, it's just really, you know, unique, those games. Um, and then the other group of games that I play just to waste time outside of sports games, I don't count those because I do get a little intense with them sometimes um, because I do have that, that athletic background, um, is is the uh, those 4x games like um like Civ and Stellaris and you know prob- Sims <laughs> no Sims isn't a 4x game um uh, yeah 4x is like you know where you have to um you know you build things to make a resource to build something else you like know a, like I, I meant Sim City I'm sorry not the oh, Sim City <laughs> yeah yeah there is a term it's like they all begin with e ex you know. Um, that's why they call 4X games, but, um, you know, those type of games, you know, I could, a game of Civ is probably about five, six hours, um, for 500 turns. Um, so that can end up me being at two, three o'clock in the morning, um, and not done yet, uh, before I realize, um, because it's fun, Mm. uh, you know, to just do that stuff. There's, uh, you know, not in the same realm so much 4X stuff, but. You know, I really got into They Are Billions, which is sort of a run-based thing, um, you know, kind of a 
uh, horde defense sort of thing. Um, but games like that where you just kind of do the same thing over and over again and just get better at it and have some funny moments where you can make some head cannon, you know, and sort of like, oh, fuck you, Gandhi, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, as you're playing, uh, which is my favorite glitch ever is that, oh, you know, the aggression a, thing. He becomes a maniac as soon as he uh, gets nuclear one thing weapons. happens to him. Yeah. yeah. When he gets nuclear <laughs> weapons, when his, his, his side learns nuclear power, he builds nuclear bombs. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird glitch. It takes his aggression from... His aggression is supposed to be one or zero. And yeah, whatever and... happens when you get nukes, it knocks it down to negative one, and then the computer sort of flips it and makes right, it like it be- 99. Oh, my right, God. It becomes, it becomes 255. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's some glitch. That's awesome. Um, and I think it's Civ 5. It's either 4 or 5. It does. It's real fun. It, it doesn't happen in 6. Um, but... Uh, one of the great things I love about Six is that when you meet the um, leaders, they uh, they speak in their language um, when they talk to you, but they have the subtitles, obviously. That's cool. Um, but yeah, instead of giving them like a voice actor, mm-hmm. you know, that speaks in English but with a, like a Russian accent or something <laughs> right. like that, you know, um, you know, it's these, it, you know, um, I don't want to get the leader wrong because it's not the one you think for Civ Six, um, but. You know, it's, uh, you know, they speak Russian or speak Spanish or Italian or they even get the accent right for the, you know, um, you know, for for um, for England, for where that uh, monarch is from in in that country. So there's a lot of detail put in that stuff. Um, That was part of my purchase when the quarantine first started is I got all the states I could for American Truck Simulator, um, which for some reason they're cheaper than the Euro truck, which made me laugh. Um, (laughs) And then, um, you know, then I they had this they had the platinum edition of Civ Six on sale for like seventy five percent off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought that and got all the all the countries they put in the new the two expansions. The wet, most recent one is better than the other. So, but I haven't had a chance to play it. Um, but yeah, yeah, those are I you know I recommend out there you know uh, listening to the games that we've all chosen here. Um, it's really just pick, you know, what interests you. If you like cars, you'll probably go with some of the things Tom mentioned. Um, you know, if you like strategy, but know that there's no, like, you know, uh, you don't really need a storyline, you know, to it. You just play, and if you lose, you lose. You go back and you start from the beginning, you know, and, and start over and figure it out. Or if you need, um, like, Stardew Valley and, you know, uh, some of the other games, you know, Jen mentioned, um, you know, you can go that way. Um, it just shows that, you know, the games that we choose to make ourselves feel comfortable um, are much different, even if all of our tastes are generally the same um, between the three of us, for the most part. Um, I don't yeah. think we have anything that two of us hates that the other one loves um, sort of thing, which is pretty good. But yeah. Jen, did you have any other games besides like Stardew and... Um, um, you know the other one yeah <laughs> uh animal crossing yeah i mean i was gonna just briefly mention animal crossing because i just started playing it so i haven't really gotten too deep into it but um i guess it's kind of along the same lines as stardew valley for me um it's just a combination of it's really cute the graphics are great um you can just wander around and mindlessly do things um and the music is really soothing and there's enough 
built into it quest wise where you're kind of like what Mark said, like the time can just pass by and before you know it, it's like 3 a.m. and you're like, oh, my God, I need to go to bed. Um, <laughs> so I definitely recommend. I don't know. I think, Mark, you'd probably like it. I don't know if you would really like it that much. Tom, have you ever played an Animal Crossing game? I have not. Um, okay. I've seen them be played, but I've never mm-hmm. actually played one myself. Yeah. It's um it's definitely it's definitely a really great game. I I see why it is so widely popular right now. Um but there are some people who would say it is not a calming game because there are some people who I know I said this in the last podcast are like actually selling the game currency in real life for actual money, which is illegal and <laughs> doing all these kinds of trades on Twitter and they're going really crazy about it, so I mean, oh. if you want to chill out, don't play like that. But oh, you mean the turnip nuts? Yes, the turnip nuts. Yes, <laughs> which I just recently <laughs> learned about too. There's um, this store that you can open up on your island, and every day they tell you how much turnips are worth. And sometimes they're worth a ridiculous amount of money, which are bells in the game. So people go crazy, and then they go on Twitter and they're like, "Hey guys, right now turnips are selling for 600 bells each." So if you want my uh, Dodo code, which is like your island code, um, you need to bring me X amount of money or you need to bring me all these things that I want. And they let people come in and it's just it's wild. But yeah, I don't play to that extreme. (laughs) I like to be chill about it. But um, that's something that I definitely am happy that I finally downloaded, especially right now. And then the other one, I know, Tom, you mentioned that sometimes playing a nostalgic game is a calming factor for you. And I totally agree. Um, Skyrim, no surprise there, is one of those (laughs) games for me where I just pop it in or turn it on and I can just mindlessly wander around and do side quests or just enjoy the scenery. Um, I won't get too much into that game because it's old and everyone knows what it is, but um, those would be the other two games that I really enjoy when I just want to chill out and calm down and relax. Yeah, like Mark was saying, I mean, there's something for everybody. Um, we we all have similar tastes, but at the same time, we all have different tastes and different things that we like to do to 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 get to get in that that chill mode, that calm mode. Um, and it's it could be something as simple as nostalgia, like for Jen and I, or something as as easy as you know getting behind the wheel of a truck and just making sure it doesn't <laughs> run run off the road. It's uh, <laughs> It, it's uh, there's a lot of options, and I think if if you if you guys are experiencing like a, a lot of anxiety and things like that, try out one of these games. I think uh, I think it'll definitely help. Yeah. Um, yeah. 10-4, good buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I do think um, the game that we're about to talk about that we played for Retro Roulette this week is one of those games. I don't think it was it wasn't the most stressful game I've ever played, but at the same time. It's still a little challenging, um, and that's um, Cast of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse for the Sega Genesis. Um, and I played it on stream. Um, I got about three quarters of the way through the game, um, and then we decided to check out how, how the the last boss was, and I managed to beat the last boss, which I can't count that as a beat, even though I did it. Uh <laughs> I'm going to go back and try to beat it at some point. I feel like it's one of those games that I'm going to be able to throw throw in and just play uh, every now and then just because it, it doesn't seem like it would take more than a couple hours to beat. Um, I am interested to hear Jenny's thoughts because this, again, is 
that generation that's before she really got into video games. Mm-hmm. So remember how you said this was like a calming game for you? <laughs> 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 this was yes. not a calming game for me. <laughs> the only thing that saved this game from being um, the end of my life was the fact that it was Mickey. <laughs> it's really cute. Um, so I did not get past the first level. And I don't... The form that I was playing it in may have been lesser than what you played it in, if you could read between the lines a little bit. Um, so I can't fault it too much because I think the controls were a little bit laggy because of that. Um, uh, where do I start? So the music's really cute. The graphics are cute. Mickey's awesome. Uh the levels seem pretty long, but once I got used to it a little bit more, it didn't seem like it was as long as I thought it was the first time I played it. Uh, I don't like how inconsistent sometimes it is when you're jumping on an enemy. Sometimes you kill them, sometimes they hurt you. Um, I did notice eventually that I think when you jump, if you press a certain button when you jump, you actually are like attacking the enemies. Is that yeah, true? You have to hit down. If yeah. you hit down, you're attacking. If you don't hit anything, then you're not doing anything. Yep. Just yeah, so it took falling me... Falling into them. Oh, what? I think it <laughs> took me all the way up to the level one boss to figure that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just... I'm, I was, like, raging a little bit playing this game. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, the extended airtime jumping was frustrating for me. I think if you hit it quickly, it's not as bad. Um, you do like a shorter version of the jump, sort of. Mm. Uh, when you're jumping across plat, it's just like it's a typical platformer, is what it is. But when you're jumping from platform to platform, you're sliding off the edge sometimes. Um, the Indiana Jones style apple that rolls at you at the end of the first stage of the first level scared the crap out of me. <laughs> um, the trees that jump at you. It's just like if you like platformer games, then you would definitely appreciate this game, I think. Um, it's just a little bit frustrating for me. I think, though, honestly, if I do sit down and actually really try to figure out patterns and, and really dedicate myself to this game, I will have an easier time than I did, you know, just playing it not super long for this podcast. Um, I got really frustrated when I went up against the last enemy, how you have to jump over him and then after the acorn falls you have to run up and like jump on him or throw an apple at him mm -hmm. so i got as far as i think he had one more hit left and i ran out of apples because i accidentally hit twice to shoot an apple one time and i just could not when i was jumping and trying to land on him i could not get square on top of him and kept hitting the side of him and it kept hurting me and i kept dying so that's as far as i got um the level that you were on, though, Tom, I don't know, I guess it was the second level with the toys. Is that yeah, what it was? Uh, that was the third? That's level? the second level. Second level? Yeah, that was the second level. The third level was the uh, the water. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's right. I didn't get to the water level. Darn it. Maybe I'll play it again just so I can get to the water yeah, level. Yeah, it goes, if I remember from the speed run, it goes that first level you got, we, we've all seen. Then it goes the uh, toys, the water thing, then mm. teacups. And then, um, then the final castle before you fight the boss. Gotcha. Yeah, definitely didn't get that far, but maybe I'll give it another go <laughs> and yeah. try yeah, it again. I'd, I don't know. I'd recommend it. Um, yeah. Mark, what do you? What are your thoughts? Yeah. So I got as far as really that toy level. 
Um, I had a hard time with it. I didn't get to play as much of it as I would like to because I was trying to finish Final Fantasy VII Remake before this podcast. <laughs> uh, but it all the frustrations of, uh, you know, platformers for myself came through. But I still hold that game. That game is such a childhood memory um, for me. Uh, I probably got further when I was younger um, mm-hmm. just because uh, I would imagine quicker reflexes um, as, as a youngster. Uh, but... Yeah, that that toy level, um, I I, th- I believe I finished that, and then just basically ran out of time. Um, so, but the uh, the if I didn't watch Tom on the stream, I wouldn't have known about the jumping on people's heads thing. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I I would say I would be in the same boat as you, Jen, mm-hmm. um, if I hadn't watched if I hadn't been on that stream. Yeah. Uh, so that at least helped me in the beginning. All I can say is that this game is light years better than Jungle Book. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not even kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> that is very true. And that was the that was the one thing that kept going through my mind. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Um, it's definitely a you can tell it's a uh, an older Genesis game. It's like a first generation Genesis game. I think it came out in '89. I believe um, it's '90. We looked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a really early Genesis game. Yeah, and it still has the the grid on the box. Right, the box mm-hmm. has the grid, and it's it it it's slower than most games because it was it's pre Sonic, so yeah. it, you're not trying to go as fast as you can through the level. You're kind of kind of just plodding along. Mickey's he moves really slow. And he dances. Uh, and he dances <laughs> when you stop. <laughs> Um, but I don't have a problem with him moving slow. I think that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. There are a couple of times when I slid off of of things, and I was a little annoyed at that. But for the most part, once I like, because I I did a play, I I played it through and died at one point, and then we I did another run through. The second run through was way better. I definitely mm-hmm. got more of a feel for the controls, and these games are designed to be played multiple times. Um, so I feel like if you played it one or two more times through, I feel like you. It, I feel like it's a. If you get frustrated, come back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I can see that. It's yeah. I, I feel like it's like one of those things that clicks. Like it for you, like with Bionic Commando, how you figured <laughs> it out over a yeah. period of time. I feel mm-hmm. like this is the same sort of thing. Yeah. Um. Like I played the final boss what ten times, Mark? Would you say? Yeah. And yeah. I finally figured it out. I figured out the pattern, and I was able to beat it. But by the way, listening to the uh, speed run, you your pattern was your your thought was correct. To sit, to stay on that second. No, thing. no, that that being bottom middle is the is the most advantageous spot. Yeah. You know, for and and sometimes the left side I think they preferred over the right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, and yeah. they did it by just jumping on the heads too. There was nothing with having. Apples. Yeah, I know. imagine they don't even try to pick up apples in a speed run. No, they they literally use them all so that the end screen is quicker when it calculates your points. That makes wow. sense. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, it and they get down to one health because you always get three on the next stage. Um, right. No matter where your level is, if you have two, one or two, you always get three. Um, yeah, I think it's only different if it's above three. But yeah, if you're speed running, you obviously don't need more than three. No, that no. is another nice thing about the game is it's not one hit kills. You'd expect yeah. 
a game like this to be one hit kills, but it's like you can pick up health and it's I think you start with three mm-hmm. in every level. And then, like I said, if you pick up if you end the level with more than that, you start the next level with that amount of mm-hmm. uh, health bar. But all in all, I, it was a it was a really good game. I, I had fun with it. Um, and that's coming from someone who hasn't had a lot of fun with platformers lately. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing, Jen, your score is not going to be great. Uh, it's going to be you better know? than the Jungle Book. <laughs> well, anything, I think anything's going to be better than Jungle Book. Would you give Jungle Book one? I think we gave it a one, right? Did we, <laughs> yeah. all three of us give it a one? I think, I think you wanted to give it a zero. <laughs> yeah, I did. You're right. <laughs> No, this, um, do, do you want me to just give the score now? Yeah, go ahead. If we're at that point. Um, I, I would give this game a 2.5 because I think you're absolutely right, Tom. Because even like the first time I played and I died and I went back, I was better, much better the second time. And that one level with the spiders and the leaves and some of the blind jumps that you do to get to the leaves, I got so much better at that level so quickly that I got through it with no damage for the end of when I was playing. So mm-hmm. I do think it's a game that, I should go back through and spend more time on. Um, so I can't fault it as much as I faulted the Jungle Book because, as you guys were saying, there is a lot of positive things about the game. Um, so yeah, I would give it a 2.5, and I am more than happy to modify my review eventually. So if I do, <laughs> I will update everybody. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, I'm, a th- I'm a 3 out of 5. Um, then my half a point over Jen's is probably more nostalgia than anything. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think that game is really good. I think it works even for kids nowadays. Um, I don't know if you can get them to play with the graphics the way they are, but um, just the challenge of it is not, you know, it's a good introductory platformer. Um, I I feel like kids, you could get them to play it just because of Minecraft. You're just like, oh, it just looks like Minecraft. Yeah. yeah or you could just sure. say Mickey Mouse, depending on how much they love Mickey Mouse. Right. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was going to make some kind of joke where I did that stupid, it didn't have something, so zero out of ten um, <laughs> uh, thing, but I couldn't think of anything funny. But uh, yeah, so this game is, yeah, like I said, I, the the biggest compliment I gave, and I said it last week when either on your stream, Tom, or, or in the podcast last week, that my biggest compliment to this game is that I had downloaded the demo for the remaster mm-hmm. on PS3. And my six-year-old or five-year-old niece at the time, I forget how old she was at the time, um, uh, probably that, yeah, that was about six years ago. It was it was right, yeah, it was right before PS4, right after. So it's probably going up on seven now. Yeah, so she would have been about six. Um, and um, and this isn't the one that loves video games, and, and she didn't want to stop playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it just shows you that you put a good character in, you get a good game with good mechanics that isn't shitty like a lot of the licensed games nowadays. Um, and you could have kids playing it for hours. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 something that I recommend anybody that has any nostalgia of it go back. Um, if you want to go back without any nostalgia, that's fine. You're probably going to have the same frustrations and opinions Jen had with it. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I didn't have any nostalgia for it, and I was able to enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is one of the... What did I have besides? I think I had three games that were not sports games for my Genesis. Um, uh, Non-Sonic category. <laughs> um, because, of course, everyone had the Sonics. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was one of them, you know, and, and uh, Gunstar Heroes, I think, was the other. And I think I... No, that was Super Nintendo. I was going to say Sunset Riders, but that was Super Nintendo. I had that. Uh, but, you know, this was one of those games that when I was tired of playing sports games, you know, that I played constantly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, it was nice going back to it. Um, wish I had a little more time with it. Even as I say that, I probably won't go back to it because I'd probably rather... In the downtime I have, either play something for this stream, play something new to talk about on the stream, or just play my uh, relaxing games that we talked about. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, anybody really into nostalgia games, pick it up. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm gonna as weird as it is, I'm gonna rank it. I'm gonna rank it a little higher. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Okay. Uh, just because I, it was one of those games where I didn't like want to kill myself when I was playing <laughs> playing a platformer. It seemed it seemed to me it seemed easier to get the um, patterns a lot better with like bosses and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's uh, m- night and day between this and the Jungle Book, though. It's not even mm-hmm. remotely yeah. close. Um, I would I would pick this game a hundred times out of a hundred over that game. I like how we're we're still dragging the Jungle Book. Like that's how you know it's bad. It was just not. It was just not good. It no, was just not, not not good at all. Um, but yeah, uh, go pick this one up if or play it on your Raspberry Pi or whatever you got going on. Just because I, especially if you had a Genesis and you had this game, go play it again. I feel like you'll you'll enjoy it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's one of the one of the few games that's not Sonic that had the grid box that was actually good. Um, because it, it's not Altered Beast, which <laughs> which is a fucking terrible game. Um, yeah, that is game that gets in the running? Is that in the running for Retro Roulette? I hope period. you don't have Altered Beast. No, I don't have Altered Beast. You're good. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> that was for, for those of you out there that don't know, Altered Beast was the original packing game, Sega Genesis, before Sonic. And it was a big time arcade game that is essentially meant to pump quarters into mm-hmm. the machine. And it is absolutely awful on console because it still has all those trappings uh, without helping you out. Like the continue system still the same. Um, you know, it's really difficult to beat bosses if you don't get all the power ups in the level. It's just it's a shitty game. If you want to watch it to get the thing. I know I mention this website every week. But uh, Giant Bomb did a one of their segments called This is the Run, where they beat a game in one sitting, um, and they beat Alter Beast in one sitting. So wow. if you want to know what that game looks like to a casual player, not a speedrunner, go watch that. <laughs> and then you don't ever have to play that game. I'm sorry, I had to... No, you're one, fine. Once, once a year, I had to vent about Altered Beast. Uh, Altered uh, Beast is not good. I agree. Better not or good. worse than The Jungle Book? worse much much worse. wow you think so you think it's that much worse oh yes oh my god it's <laughs> time you played altered beast it's been a long time since <laughs> i've even touched it so yeah i don't know okay better I, or worse than bionic commando i just need uh, to get worse. a gauge oh, so it's definitely worse worse all right all right it all would right. be the worst game bionic, to play bionic commando is actually a good game oh, just oh i know just because we <laughs> suck at it doesn't mean it's a bad game Maybe I'll show uh, it off on a stream one time. Nice. To just that could show be a you. punishment for extra <laughs> life too. Oh my, um, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 one of those games where everybody goes, "Oh, Altered Beast, that's good," and then it, you start playing it again. You're like, "No, no, no." <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. not built. It is not aged very well at all. 
received right. game or thought of game or anything. But it has the history because it was the original packing game. Right. That's you know? why everybody knows it. Or had it. Or had it, right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. And now that we're done shitting all over Altered Beast. <laughs> we're never done doing that. We just decided to stop it. Put it on we're just off. taking a break. <laughs> Let us spin the wheel. Okay, this is gonna be different because it's it's <laughs> it's a so, it's our first Game Boy game. Oh. Um, we're gonna be playing the Pokemon trading card game for the Game Boy. <laughs> now, Mark, this is like two levels of shit you don't want to do. Because <laughs> Mark, one, you don't know any Pokemon, I don't think, right? Besides like the ones that are on TV and, and Smash. The ones that are in Smash because Charizard no, is my hero. and Charizard, yeah. Um, and you yeah. also have no idea how to play the Pokemon trading card game either, I would imagine. Nope. I'll, I'll learn it and still be terrible at it. Luckily, they teach you how to play, and it's not awful. It's kind of it, like they, t- they took Pokemon and turned it into a trading card game. Mm-hmm. Like the game Pokemon turned it into a trading card game. So I'm going to have fun with this. This is going to be... Because f- I really liked this game when I was a kid. Um, and I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to play it without destroying... Ah, fuck it, I'll start a new save. I don't care. Uh, better or worse than Triple Triad? Uh, way better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't... Yeah, it's not like Triple Triad at all. This this actually kind of makes sense. It's basically like you're playing Pokemon, only they're cards instead of... Okay. Oh, good, uh, I have yeah, this. You can, okay. But you can build your own decks, you can do all kinds of shit. So, this was also a black cartridge game, so it has... Game Boy Color palettes. Cool. And I think it has special Super Game Boy stuff with it. Yes. So. I the the completely legal version I have here is the <laughs> SGB Enhanced Edition. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. So I'll be playing it on my Super Game Boy on stream on Monday nice. while you're listening to this. Um, th- this should be interesting just because it's <laughs> it's so specific, and I don't think. Jen, have you ever played Pokemon cards? Have you ever played the card game? Not on the Game Boy. <laughs> I played them played... in real life. <laughs> okay. So you at least yeah, under- I was you a big understand collector. the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this might be one of the only Pokemon games I haven't played, which is interesting. Um, just be aware, the there's a coin flipping mechanic, and it's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, okay. like if you don't press the button at the right time, it'll mm-hmm. just not be what you want. So oh. there's... I'm sure you'll f- figure it out with your control scheme or whatever, mm-hmm. but there will be a point where you figure out exactly when you need to hit the button to flip it on heads every time. Okay. Um, and this, luckily, shouldn't hurt your computer too bad. <laughs> Good. It's been okay. It's been all right. But I haven't streamed, so I don't know. We'll see. Well, even it just to play it, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be too bad. It should be very... Um, not very intensive at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I was I wasn't even thinking about Game Boy games. The Game Boy. This, yeah. This I did not That's, expect you to say this game at all. I didn't expect it either. Let's. I I was I was waiting for a Game Boy game to pop up, and here we are. <laughs> I mean, when, right. I, when I pull it up on my perfectly legal thing here, in my in my uh, in my uh, scanned list of. Uh, or I should say my flip book of Game Boy games, um, I noticed that we're right near the Powerpuff Girls game. Maybe you should have owned that. We could have played that. Sorry. I don't, <laughs> I didn't own the Powerpuff Girls game. 
All right. Then, then we can't do this podcast anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. <laughs> and there Sorry. you have it. <laughs> um, well, if you want to talk to us about this game or any of the games we talked about today, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at the game at game vault pod excuse yep. me it's been a while since i plugged it <laughs> um we're on instagram at game vault podcast uh come watch us on twitch or uh twitch.tv slash the game vault podcast because i could not get anything to be the same because that would just be too easy yep we also have a youtube channel where all of our past streams go up I actually made a tiny URL because I didn't want to deal with the vanity crap. So it's tinyurl.com slash thegamevault. And you can find all this stuff on our Twitter. Um, Feel free to yell at us and tell us how terrible we are at video games or how wrong we are about these games that we've been telling you to play. If you want to see us play something, let us know. We'd be happy to play it on one of our streams. Um, our streaming schedule is kind of in flux right now because Jenny was like our main streamer and she's her her equipment is failing. Is shitting the bed. <laughs> her equipment is failing at the moment, so we don't yeah. know when or how much we'll be streaming. I'll definitely be streaming Monday night, um, the day this episode comes out, and Mark will definitely be streaming Thursday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I so, pick up the slack a little bit, and like like I had said on our test stream, which if you didn't see it live, you won't see it. Um, <laughs> the I, we could always do as long as she can get on Discord, I can stream Stardew Valley while she hosts it. Yeah, um, yeah. So we can at least do Stardew Sundays as long as our computer connects to the internet. Yeah, that's my most recent problem is not having <laughs> <Yeah>. internet. So <laughs> limited options there. But yes, I would love to do that. It's my computer is is a laptop, so it's realizing that I'm streaming with it, and it's it's a uh, it's protesting. It wants to just be a laptop. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's time for that gaming computer. So yeah, yeah. TBD. Yep, yeah. TBD. We'll uh we'll get that all figured out between yeah. you and Mark. We'll get we'll get you guys both up and running on that. We're gonna stuff. be we're gonna be so prepared one day. Yeah. No one's going to be ready for it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Mark, you want to plug all our other stuff we got going yeah, here? Yeah. So uh, our other podcast is Stranger Damies every Wednesday. They call this movie every Thursday. You can find those on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast, basically. Um, you can go to Podbean, get the RSS feed, um, and then, you know, uh, just go from there. Uh, uh, we are also on Twitter at Stranger Damies and at the main Damie for each podcast respectively. So if you want to tweet any suggestions for movies or if you have any D&D comments or you want to have any fan art, feel free uh, to hit the, hit us up on Twitter. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, Jen mainly handles the Instagram part, so I'll let her discuss mm-hmm. those. Yeah, so as Mark said, if you guys have any fan art that you want to submit, we would super duper love it especially for stranger damies which is pretty much the only thing you probably can make fan art for unless you want to draw us but go ahead if you want um yes, please <laughs> <laughs> but yeah definitely feel free to reach out to us um just on all social media platforms we all love hearing from all of you guys so um the more interaction the better i say and if you have suggestions again for games you want us to play if you hate me for shitting on disney's uh castle of illusions let me know. <laughs> um, just yeah, just just uh, reach out. Let us know how you feel. Give us suggestions. We we want to hear from you. Yeah, exactly. Keep uh, we want to keep 
building a community. We we like yeah. we like interacting and uh, be happy to to talk to you guys about video games. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, I just want to reiterate you guys need to stay safe out there play your video games stay inside let's go outside anyway <laughs> stay inside stay inside and play video games with all these uh, sim games you don't even have to go outside that's right in the real you can, world you can you yeah. can live a whole other life in these games some would Why call would it you? a second life some oh. would call it a second life <laughs> second life how old do you have to be to remember second life by the way it, it, knowing my reference is a boomer, I don't know. <laughs> I know Second Life. Jen, do you know what Second Life is? Uh, very vaguely, yes. All right. We won't, we won't explain it too much. But Second Life was like the first one of these games where you were actually living a simulated life. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, so like I was saying, yeah. So be safe. Be nice to people. Don't 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 be a jerk in these time these crazy times. Uh, wash your hands uh, <laughs> and enjoy some video games. Uh, from Mark and Jenny, I am Tom, and we will catch you guys in the next one.